Ryan, I'm in. I found it. Thank God. Okay, just like we thought, it's a single-timer IED. We only have a minute and a half until this puppy goes off. I need your help here. Give me a visual. We've got over a dozen sticks of TNT. They're all connected to about three, four yellow wires extending to the motherboard on the right side. What kind of UI? It's, uh... Get your stuff together. A, a manual processor. I don't know. There's tape holding it together. What kind of tape? Uh, um, duct tape? Gross. Okay, yeah, go ahead and get rid of that because that's gonna drive me nuts. Do you have any goo gone or maybe a tidy-go stick? N no, Ryan, I don't... I, I, I don't have goo gone for the tape. <sighs> it, it, listen, it's wired up to these 42-gallon barrels and... They're filled with gasoline. J Jesus, Ryan. These fucking commies. Oh, uh, they're tied together with thick climbing rope. It's hopeless. We need to defuse this thing. Wait a second. How did they get climbing rope? I don't know. A, a thrift store? Thrift store? No, no way. No way at all. At least a wilderness exchange, if not an REI. Ryan, stop. There's hostages. Oh, shit. And they got her. Your wife. She's here. Oh, wow, you don't say. Well, free her. Free the hostages. Well, I can't do that until I defuse this bomb, Ryan. There are four yellow wires. Just cut the red wire. Red wire? They're all yellow. Have you been listening to me? Just cut the red wire, then. Ryan, are you there? Ryan! Ryan! Hey, Tracy. Can I get a half pound of the lamb shanks in? Let's go ahead and do a couple of those pork chops. Those are looking juicy. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Welcome back to another segment of Conversations from Rikers Island Penitentiary. So I'm out in Morristown seeing my guma, but don't tell my old lady that, huh? Anyway, I'm up in this broad's apartment for no longer than 15 seconds before I'm just banging her from behind. But then, out of nowhere, this broad stops what she's doing and grabs a hold of my balls. And mind you, my balls are the size of oranges. I got big balls. So I look at her and I say, sweetheart, what the hell are you doing? But then it hits me. I look this broad straight in the eyes and realize she's actually Daryl Strawberry of the New York Mets. So Daryl takes my left testicle, runs to Shea Stadium, goes three for four with a pair of ribbies, and the game-winning hit. And that is how I fixed the 1986 World Series. I've got an iced lavender oat milk latte with a splash of MCT oil for Philip. Philip, your oat milk latte is ready. 
I've got a double shot of single origin espresso from a lesbian owned farm located 300 kilometers inland of Kenya for Julie. Julie, your drink is ready. I've got a cashew milk cortado with organic Vietnamese grown cashews and a skosh of local honey that comes from a small kingdom of bees that willingly cooperate with a collective of Syrian refugee beekeepers in a sustainably sourced bamboo to-go cup for Esther. Esther, your cortado is ready. I have an avocado toast on cassava flour bread with non-GMO, non-cartel-affiliated organic avocados from a small commune in Northern California that is dedicated to spreading the light and the love. Sub-sustainably sourced, wild-caught, dolphin-safe, valerian dragon egg white with a smattering of grass-fed, grass-finished ghee with a side of ranch for Trinity. Trinity, your toast is ready. I have a corn dog with mayonnaise for Connor. Connor, your corn dog with mayonnaise is ready. Keenan, your mother worked very hard on this roast, and you haven't taken a bite yet. <clears throat> Keenan, who are you talking to? Uh, I'm talking to Rachel. Is that the girl we've been hearing about? <laughs> she certainly doesn't look like a Rachel. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? We're just concerned, Keenan. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? She's not from around here, is she? Uh, I don't know, but who cares? She's really mature and has a car and stuff. I also don't like that big gang she's always hanging around with. <sighs> Dad, it's not a gang. <sighs> you know, Keenan, people are whispering behind my back at church. And how do you think this is going to look for me at the gun range? Keenan, this girl is clearly using you for your body. <laughs> using me for my body? More like my brain. She loves me for my brain. Her loud voice scares me. And the color of her skin. Don't get me started. Oh, so that's what this is. Oh, oh my gosh. Hey, there she is. Did the country club let her in? I'm getting my racket. Rachel and I are going to the movies. Keenan, you're dating a zombie for heaven's sake! So, she promised me she'd never bite me unless I wanted. Oh! I can smell her from here! She smells like shit! She may be dead on the outside, but she's more alive on the inside than both of you will ever be. Say if the door's unlocked when you get home! I'll tell you in the car. 
I just need a vitamin water and a cry right now. Braids. Hey, Julie. I'm not sure if you remember me, but my name is Ryan Ergo, and you and I met back in 2009 at Convert for Christ. <laughs> I was actually recently emailing with uh, one of the camp counselors, Chastity. She told me that you and I actually hold camp records for most years attended. Seven. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a shame they got shut down, by the way. Yeah, just just anyway, I just wanted to see how you're doing. Um, gee, I, I still think about the time when the, the counselors all hung you upside down from the rafters and tried to exercise those demons out of you for four straight hours. <laughs> I mean, wow, that had an effect on me. I mean, that scared me into being straight, I'll tell you. <laughs> Not sure what it did for you, but boy, it really set me straight. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to see how you're doing. Give me a call. I'm doing well. I, uh, I'm married. Got seven kids. We're all Oakland Raiders fans, and I listen to Nickelback every single day. <laughs> really feeling like a man. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope to talk to you soon. God bless. I want to thank today's guests, author Stephanie Kegens and scientist Dr. Brady McMillan, for sharing some of their incredible stories on the international scientific journey to find natural ice as close as possible to the equator. The Lunch Hour is a public broadcasting program with private and state-funded donors. I'd like to thank our crew here in the studio with me today, our technical producer, Freddie Bateman, and our executive producer, Vanessa Parliament. This has been another episode of The Lunch Hour, weekdays at noon on 102.7 KZBR Downtown, 105.8 KCTB Centerville, and 102.3 KJPL in Westview. You can hear us out east at 101.4 Johnstown, or any of our sister stations, 109.3 KDTC Planet, 106.9 KRZG Eden Lake, or 104.8 KUKC Devil County. 108.1 KWPR Richardson, 109.6 QUPD Rockford, QLDC Ridgeview, QUKU Arbador, and our friends at station 101.5 KKUQC Kinsey. And, I always almost forget, 107.1 QRCL Digerton. There you go, Digerton. I just received word that 107.1 QRCL Digerton has officially parted ways with the lunch hour and is no longer affiliated with this program. Okay. Just for the record, I've never liked Digerton. Their casino is small and stinky, and their town deli is questionable at best. I wouldn't call that meat. I just received word from Digerton that they never liked my program because of how I pronounce words like equator and program. 
the real reason I don't like Didgerton is my stepfather lives there who took my mom away from my real father. This has been the lunch hour. Wait, 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 wait. Compose. <laughs> Chill, Jake. Go then. See if the door's unlocked when you get home. That was good. That was nice. good. Nice. All right. <laughs>